Um, yo, what's up, bro? Yo, 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 yo. What's going on? Got a crazy podcast going? Is it we're recording right now, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, we are. Uh, all right. So I guess uh, it's best to start off with an intro. What do you think? Yeah, sounds reasonable for the 15 people who will <laughs> listen to the first five minutes and then four people who will really be bored and listen to the rest. Sure, sounds good. Uh, yeah, why, too, why, yeah. Uh, you kick it off, though. All right, bet. So what's up? What's up, y'all? Um, my name is Pratt. Uh, and uh, let's see. Maybe I'll just tell a little bit about myself. So uh, Young Thug's biggest fan, Playboy Cardi's number one listener on Spotify, you know, waiting for that Spotify wrap-up thing to come up. It's going to be me at the top of the charts. Um, and yeah, and uh, other than that, I live in uh, Brooklyn, New York, uh, in Williamsburg. So, you know, uh, part of paying my dues along with rent and utilities and all of that is you're required to start a podcast. So here we are. Um, anyways, bro, uh, what, what about you? Tell our massive audience a little bit about yourself. All right, bet. Um, Muhammad Sayed, five millionth of his name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Muhammad's the most popular name in the world, if people didn't know that. Uh, but everyone at work, for some reason, calls me Mo. And I, I never, like, told anyone to, but just kind of, like, started proliferating. But anyways. That's because it's um, too hard for white people to say Muhammad. Yeah, agreed. Um, anyways, Same with Pratt. Uh, about me, um, I was also living in New York City before this crazy thing called COVID-19 hit. Then I got shipped back home to my childhood bedroom where I play about uh, six hours of COD every day, eight Warzone victories. It's going pretty good. Um, but yeah, uh, I was feeling pretty creatively unfulfilled, seeing a lot of our friends do a lot of cool creative projects that even um, that are not going to, that are way bigger than anything that we're doing. Um, and so I, so Pratt and I just decided like, yo, Let's just record our conversations. <laughs> Does that count as being creative? And yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. So you lived in New York. Do you mind telling who's building uh, you're close to? What illustrious government official lived in a building <laughs> next to yours? Well, let's see. So I lived in the Manhattan, you know, the big, the biggest of the big boys, you know. Um, <laughs> and the building I lived next to had like, so I live in an okay building. And then for some reason, the building I live next to happened to be where like Henry Kissinger used to live, where Uma Thurman currently lives, just a ton of famous people. Um, and besides that, it was like a, a, a country club, but that was in a building, which was super wild to me. So I got to see uh, New York's wealthy from outside their windows, which is such a privilege, you know, that's the best way to experience <laughs> it. Um, and yeah, and then after all that experience, coming back home, not paying rent, and eating my mom's food, I've uh, lived quite an amazing life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how did we come up with this name of our podcast called uh, Podcast? So um, basically, to summarize it, is me and Mohammed, while we were coming up with ideas uh, on what we would do, uh 
on our podcast, we like randomly just got into a debate, uh, one of the most like off topic things ever. And the thing with this debate is that uh, it just kept going because if you've ever talked to Mohammed, he never acquiesces to your point. So it just naturally the debate progresses anyways. Well, <laughs> usually you go towards the right guy, you know, like the person is correct. And usually that ends up being me, but anyways, uh, no, go on. So, um, see, exactly. So, um, so we were like basically debating, uh, it's like calling a Dr. Fauci stubborn. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) It's like the guy has the answers. Um, so we were basically debating like the objectivity of achievements in sports and how they rank against um, achievements in more creative pursuits like fashion and design Mm -hmm. and how those achievements are perceived by the public and media and so on and so forth. So with that debate, we then started making fun of like all of these hype beasts that exist out there that think that they can, you know, be quote unquote fashionable by just wearing some like $300 pair of shoes from like Off-White and Virgil, you know? Yeah, like Um, just Helvetica font and quotes, quotes pretty much, just quotation marks. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, and you know, as the most well-dressed person, you know, like your favorite well-dressed person's favorite well-dressed person, um, you know, like your favorite strapper rapper, that's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, your favorite strapper, favorite strapper, uh, or some, something like that. Um, I feel, I feel like you, you, I, I definitely will give you that, uh, that credit, and I feel like it came on, like you, you're put on to that, like in the last two, two to three years, like, because since I've known you since like second year of college, I feel like that's sort of coming about like junior year or, or junior summer maybe yeah where you just like yeah. started getting into the fashion yeah that no that's true um you know joel and b didn't play basketball until like a <laughs> year of high school so <laughs> all, yep. um you are joel and bead i am um yeah so anyways that's why our podcast is called quote podcast quote tm um and it is just like a s- stupid way of us making fun of a very stupid culture of very stupid people i guess essentially um yeah, <laughs> yeah it's kind of personal for me because then people attach me to this thing and i'm like no bro i'm above it uh, yeah, but, the, but then you like um go to your browser and you just type in h and it goes directly to hypebeast.com <laughs> like it autofills you're like Prah. <laughs> um that is false i will say that right now um uh anyways so yeah that is basically um your two illustrious co-hosts um and uh we have up next a very illustrious guest who uh gave her time for over like two hours which is crazy to basically talk to us about literally nothing um so yeah yeah, you guys. The, no, yeah, I was just gonna say, the podcast is literally, at least right now, in its infancy, 
is literally just conversations that you get to sit in on but not be a part of. So you <laughs> hope I hope you enjoy that because that sounds really entertaining. But we'll get yeah. better with time. We're going to learn. We'll structure things up a little bit more. But right now, this is really just shooting the shit. And plus, like, we're only sh- sharing this with our friends. So it's more of a just something to put ourselves out there without having to, you know, use, like, a sepia filter on Instagram. But that reference <laughs> is, like, from, like, 2011 when that was a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, this podcast is, like, the equivalent of, like, flash on mirror shots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Banger. I seen a so-called good girl turn on me. I smoked this dough to burn, burn, burn on it. I gave a new ex and I watched her turn on me. Yeah. But this dope with my system, I know you're gon' turn on me. But this dope with my system, I know you're gon' turn on me. I've been doing way too much, I know you're gon' turn on me. We smoke so much, the ash is starting to burn on me I smoke so much, the ash is starting to burn on me I told you from the start, you was gonna turn on me I seen so-called good girls turn on me I seen a so-called good girl turn on me I smoke this dough to burn, burn, burn on Um. Okay, uh, I think this would be like the official um start of the podcast so anything before this is hearsay um (laughs) (laughs) uh, okay anyways uh thank you avery for coming to our podcast called podcast if you listen did i cut out i think i cut out um was in. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Oh, that you're was back, Pat, you're back we should have screeched out of that that was a good I know. you, you were be- beautifully smiling you were <laughs> just yeah, that was, that was a mid-laugh like joyous um, um Pat, why don't you, okay. you tell everybody the podcast name okay so wait a lot should of i cut not into it should, should i cut my uh video like maybe that will help it uh, uh, this was, uh, that was the first time it happened, so uh, let's just run with it, and then if it happens again, then maybe, yeah. Okay, but, um, okay, so welcome to the our podcast called uh, Podcast. <laughs> it's basically, um, if you creative. listen to the beginning part of the podcast, you'll understand, but essentially it is a, we are memeing um, all of those hype beast people and all those brands that think they can make merch by just putting their you know you know the vibe uh oh i know the vibe yeah, i'm on instagram <laughs> yeah who are we calling out bro um let's see I, I, yeah so we're calling out all those people um and yeah so this is the first episode you're the first guest uh it's a high honor uh we went through a rigorous uh evaluation process and you were picked um <laughs> wow. uh, honestly no, thank you uh Thanks. yeah we oh, no, don't thing. don't thank us too early Avery. <laughs> wait till the end to, to, to serve the things you know <laughs> yeah we'll see it could be a roller coaster for sure um okay cool so uh just want to start off with some intro uh so avery uh, i'm not sure 
uh, for the people who will be listening to this uh, and they don't know you, um, what would be in one sentence a way that you would describe yourself or yeah in one or two sentences one sentences oh two sentences oh i got this <laughs> I've, I've been got this so how i'd like to say i'm a real down to mars girl and that is to directly quote outcast <laughs> not my not my words but um definitely my ideology so that's what i'll go with isn't it interesting yeah. that that statement in like a hundred years will just mean like down to earth. Right, when we all have to leave this burning ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Earth becomes sun too. Down to earth is like, that becomes a weird phrase at that point. You're like, you're down to earth? Damn, you crazy, crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. That's awesome. So... Yeah, that is pretty beast. Uh, Muhammad, how would you describe yourself? What Do you have like a rapper line that you used to Well, nothing like that. Yourself? Damn. Damn, I don't know we're asking everyone. To <laughs> um, uh, simple boy from the suburbs uh, looking, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Simple boy. He's like, I'm just a small town boy. <laughs> <laughs> living in a lonely world. <laughs> Oh my god, you're in Houston? Cypress, Texas, man. Oh my god, dude, I forgot I'm in spring. We're like knaves. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you, know, you know the funny thing, Avery, is I don't have a I don't have a driver's license. Can you believe that? Um see, I think I can't believe that to yeah. answer your question, but I will I think I will uh, one up you here. Like I have a driver's license, but no car. So oh, it's okay, like okay. you know hey, that's like Okay, that's awesome. So you're you're kind yeah. of like we're kind of uh, of the same kind, but we're okay with being at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely okay with being at home because it's like I think people oh. like look at me and they're like, "You're just staying in your house all day," and I'm like, "Yeah, I, I just I'm really passionate <laughs> about the internet." <laughs> it's like, are you not online? Yeah, yeah. I know if I do anything, I'm like, uh, "Can you pick me up, please?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I got a bike though, but so I've been biking around a lot. And so I feel like in middle school where I guess that was normal, where you bike around to places to do things. But anyway. I was really uh, upset. I, I shipped my bike to Brooklyn. Um, and so when I came back, I, I just didn't think about how like I was going to be here for so long and would like that mode of transportation. So I like I just feel like I stew about that bike sitting in my Brooklyn apartment, like not being touched. Right. I'm like that could have been that could have been my ticket to freedom. Yeah, yeah. No city bikes in Houston, unfortunately, especially in the suburbs of Houston. Yeah. Oh. Um, I was. I was right, I mean, what, uh, what about you, bro? Oh, sorry. Uh, I feel like if this was a popular oh. podcast, I feel like right now they'd be like, just tell that guy to shut the hell up. <laughs> let, let, let the guest talk. Um, yeah. So one one line to describe myself. Uh, let's say there's so many future lines I could pick right now. Um, <laughs> you said describe yourself, not aspirational. 
that is true. Damn, that is true. Um, I, I don't know. I'd say, I'd say, no, I'd say uh, I'm a viber just with the flow, with the waves, Ooh. you know. Um, that's how I describe myself. Uh, chef, huh? <laughs> yeah, chef. Pratatui, you know, that's my nickname. Uh, <laughs> you said We said one sentence and you said one word. That's crazy. That's how you know you're really a viber. <laughs> um, I was, so like in the morning, sometimes like if I wake up early enough, I like to take walks in McCarran Park and everyone at McCarran is like really fit or running and I'm just there like an old man walking around the track. Um, <laughs> and anyways, um, literally one day, like I have like, anytime I walk anywhere, I always have sound canceling on. So I'm in my own bubble, like no awareness of my surroundings or anything. That's guy is dangerous. Little... <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is dangerous, Pratt. Someone could sneak is... up on you and you don't know because you can't hear them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah, the ops are watching, bro. The ops are watching. You gotta the ops are yourself. always watching. <laughs> well, I hope being six foot five, I give off a threatening uh, vibe persona. Oh, wow. Well, that's... <laughs> check, check your tall privilege. Also, <laughs> yeah. Male privilege. <laughs> That's yeah, right. facts. That is facts. <laughs> that is facts. Also, Pratt, you should have like a asterisk, uh, like, but I can't dunk though. Like, you, you gotta have that, bro. <laughs> what, what do you? What I I can dunk. <laughs> yeah, so actually, now that I come to think of it, you can dunk sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> asterisk sometimes <laughs> can dunk. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I'm in the wrong here. Uh, uh, yeah, dude, that is that that is pretty dangerous. Um, I went. To, I, these are noise canceling headphones, and sometimes I'd walk with them home. Um, whenever I'd come from work, whenever we did that back in the day. But yeah, if you think about it, if I think about it now, it just sounds yeah, not smart. Yeah, that's why I was like, people are like, you have to get the pro, you know, like pods, and I'm like, yo, I don't really need noise canceling because that's scary. Yeah. You can put them I'm like, on I don't mind there. the ambient sounds. Yeah, that is true. I don't know. I just want to like. Uh, How are you gonna flex on these people though? If, if you don't got the pros. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you, guys. Watch you better flex on them. I guess that's true. Maybe I'll upgrade. You've convinced me. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't even have that. I don't have that either. I'm a, I'm uh, an ambient noise guy. I don't. I've been listening to a lot less music, I feel, as a result of being here. Because I don't walk mm. a lot of places now. And so usually that was my uh, time to consume music. Um, but now it's just like showers. And if I stay in the shower too long, then, you know, hurting the planet. Like, I don't want to do that. So, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. I go on these walks in McCarran Park. And... <laughs> That's like back, to circle you know, back. Circle back. <laughs> um and literally like one of the days uh there's a dude in a red tracksuit like full red tracksuit um on his bike and he like come comes up right behind me like barely misses me and then swerves onto uh the grass at McCarran and then like drifts into like 
I like he's like I can't, and then he like he just drifts into the grass. In X game mode. Yeah, literally like <laughs> this dude in a red red track suit like so fast, and I was like, what am I seeing right now? And then I look around, and literally everyone like collectively was like laughing at like the whole situation. Um, and then he like immediately gets off his bike, like puts it on like stand and whatnot and immediately starts doing like 10 jumping jacks and then like some push-ups and stuff and i was like what is going on bro um it was so mean it was one of the most mean things i've ever seen in my life um and then it turns out that he was like and then his friend came with a sign and they were like hosting like workout classes but literally i I walked past this one dude and this one dude literally like mocked him like ran and then like like walked and drift to like mock the dude right in front of him. (laughs) As far as like advertising (laughs) principles go, he got your attention. Yeah, that is true. That is true. He did a lot of people's attention. (laughs) Um, I mean, in McCarran, you'll see some, you'll see some stuff. I was walking home late through McCarran, which honestly, I like, wouldn't normally do but I was with like two other girls and we were walking all through it and people stay late at McGarren which is kind of wild to me and we're walking past and there's like in the corner you know like where the like picnic tables are and like the barbecue stuff mm-hmm. there was fully like a night like rave going on and um you know like people had big speakers and like a like a disco lights kind of going around and it was just like people dancing like social distance almost like in their own pockets and like vibing and I was like these people um not to call them out but I was like they are on drugs (laughs) (laughs) like I no one could have been there like not on drugs (laughs) That was like um that was like uh after after the election was decided, uh me and Daniel uh we we walked through the park um and there's little pockets of just like people with these crazy speakers just blasting music and just like dancing everywhere and um someone played there's like this massive crowd of people like gathered around this one like speaker uh i was playing music and uh they played soldier boy and i was so (laughs) i was like damn i just did the soldier boy dance for joe biden um (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah it was it was dope and then uh it was funny because like they were playing all types of songs and there was like a clear demarcation on like the songs that Daniel sang to that I had no idea. And then Dude. they put on like, teach me how to Dougie and <laughs> jerk and like soldier boy. And I was like, yes, this was like more of my lane. Uh, <laughs> Daniel's blind spot. <laughs> yeah. what, what is this uh, hippity hop uh, going on over here? He's like, sorry, if it's not Krung then I just can't <laughs> listen. <laughs> it doesn't have an acoustic guitar. It's not my style. <laughs> No, no Tina shade, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I never gets on Instagram, anyways. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. Screw oh, Daniel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that man Sorry, can take some peace, though. <laughs> I know. I was actually gonna try and take. Um, well, I know he's like technically learning 
drums from your cool downstairs neighbor, but um, I was just going to piggyback off his drum lessons and be like, cool, whatever he teaches you, teach. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like rock band, but worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I feel like, do you guys ever like music and then like fake drum? Yeah, I'm human. Yeah. I feel like what if there I like you just pick up the drums one day you're just listening to some music and then boom it just comes on like um and and you're just like a pro at it like there's that one song that uh has the super oh man I can't believe it's missing me it's like I can feel it in the air tonight yeah in the air tonight yeah Bill Collins (laughs) Bill Collins there we go and then when the drums come on, like what it, I feel like I've heard it so many times where I just can be like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can, like, I used to nanny in college and the kid was taking drum lessons. And so obviously I was just going to help myself to his little drum set anytime I wanted. And uh, to everyone's dismay, I would do that a lot. I, it's impossible. Like, you, I, I truly don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, you're keeping a beat with your foot and also hands. Like, it's so I don't hard. Know. I'm yeah. just not that coordinated. That's like splicing your brain. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, as we get older, also, sometimes it's so hard to, like, at least for me, to like invest in learning a skill that takes so much time. Yeah. But it's like, we're still young. So it's like, we shouldn't have that mental block. But yeah, like learning an instrument to me seems like such a huge, like mountain to overcome. And uh, I don't know, I kind of wish I like did it since I was a kid. You know, it's like learning a language. You've got to commit to the bit yeah. and like put yeah. time in. Yeah. But I will say it's never too late. Uh, never too late, yeah. Which, uh, were you in orchestra or band or choir, uh, Mo? What? No, I like um, in, in like middle school. Uh, so n- neither of those. Um, in, <laughs> in, in sixth grade, so they had like, theater. Because no, no, also my parents like don't listen to music and stuff like that. Like being from a religious family, music was like never, especially in Islamic culture, it's not really a thing. And so yeah, I never thought to be in choir or any of those things, but. I always thought I could sing, and then until I met people could, who could actually sing, and then I was like, all right, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> but yeah, I was, let's see, I was in none of that stuff, Brad, to answer your question. Were, were you in anything? Yeah, I I look back and I do regret not, like, taking band, because I, I, like, really, I love the drums. Like, if I could learn an instrument, it would be the drums for sure. But um, I definitely thought I was, like, too cool for band and choir and I since then have corrected myself. So I was in theater, which oh, yeah. I did, but it was like at my school, it was like all the cool kids, you know, did theater and stuff. So it was like just hanging out with your pallies. But what also sucked was like all my good like girlfriends in middle school were in choir. So like, you know, if you're having like your little girly sleepover with like your 10 best girlfriends, they're all singing these songs that I don't know. Mm. <laughs> So I felt like super out of the loop, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Middle school regrets. Middle school regrets. I got a ton of those. Yeah. Yeah. 
I did I did uh, band and then um, I did I played the euphonium um, and I a chemistry tool. It does look like a chemistry tool. Um, I would always practice enough to get to like the first chair and then I never practiced after that. So I would slowly move down to like the last chair. So like from sixth, from like sixth to seventh, I'd be like first chair when, when seventh grade started and then I'd move to last chair cause I never practiced. And then seventh grade, I'd go hard for like the, the, the chair stuff. So then starting eighth grade, I'd be first chair again, but then I never practiced. Oh my gosh, I just googled euphonium because I didn't know what it was, honestly. And it's just a mini tu- tuba. It's a small tuba. Yeah, it's a tuba. mini tuba. Yeah, if you can play the trombone, so the trombone and the euphonium have the same mouthpiece. So basically, it's a trombone with buttons or a mini tuba. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, whichever m- metaphor floats your boat. Um, and I'm going to go I with mini tuba. Mini tuba. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also did a uh, jazz band, and I'm not even sure if euphonium is a jazz instrument, but we would go to, uh, like, Legacy West, which, like, it's like the super oh, hip shoot. area. I was going to say, I know what this is. Yeah. You know, Shops at the West. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shops at Legacy, like, I'm aware. <laughs> Basically, I'm not from the, Dallas, but I detail buggy. <laughs> it, <laughs> it it is like the uh, it's like the domain or whatever of Plano, um, and we'd go and play like Christmas music in front of the like this like big Christmas tree that they had put up, and literally my fingers would be frozen. It's like so hard to like press buttons when you're like. It's like 30 degrees outside. It was the worst. Um, and I'm sure. I, no, we didn't get paid. It was charity work. Yeah. Middle school child labor laws are horrible. I was <laughs> like, hold on. I was like, hold on. You should get your coin, Brad. <laughs> it was also like another. Unpaid period. internship. It was an unpaid yeah. internship. Um, speaking of music, uh, Avery, what is, what is in your rotation? What are you listening to at the moment? Lately, um, I, okay, so I think this is like, I want to say it's like a thing once you move to a city where you're like in kind of transportation, like commuter transportation, like subways and stuff. You don't really listen to the radio if you're not driving. So like I get in these really like absolutely ridiculous like music holes and never really know what's popular. I like if I know a modern song, it's because Pratt sent it to me and was like, <laughs> "Like, bruh, you gotta listen to this." And I'm like, "Oh, like this is what the kids are listening to." Like, I don't know. So truly, I have been back on my disco bullshit again. Which actually, shout out to Chris Jordan. Randomly, he posted a song to a story, and I actually just listened to it. So I was like, "Hell yeah!" Like. What are the odds? And so use that beautiful, you know, Spotify radio button. Yeah. And I just like, it kicked a lot of cool songs my way. So entered a new world of music. And that radio thing is lit. Yeah. I love the automatic like radio feature with it too, where it's like, 
it'll just throw it on for you. I'm like, love that. I really, I'm really with the Spotify algos. Like, I love my Discover Weekly. I love my Release Radar. So that's usually how I find music. Damn, those two things are probably like the biggest aspects of Spotify. And I don't use Discover Weekly and I don't use Release Radar. Because also for me, my Release Radar is like, check out this new Nav album that just dropped and it's going to play. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I don't know yeah. a big fan of Nav, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm so a big, a big. I'm a big fan of Nav because you know there's not many brown guys in the rap game, you know, and and you gotta support even if the music ain't good, you gotta support. Yeah, and the music's good. I'll just say that. Yeah, release radar is like Pratt. Listen to a real baby Pluto, and he's like, I already did five times. He's like, sure, I'll go for a tenth. I'm ahead of the uh what spotify is giving me um did y'all hear about the thing where uh artists can now like um for more they can adjust the algorithms so they get more plays but in exchange they'll get less royalty um what? yeah so, i'm like is that worth it oh well, is that, is that kind so. of like a bet like investing in yourself kind of I, I guess it is, but you also get paid like pennies on the dollar, like pennies, pennies on the dollar. That's uh, like standard. Yeah. And so I don't know, like. I know. While I love Spotify, like I definitely know it's done some damage to like the music industry. Mm-hmm. But um, again, you know, just to live life, you got to turn that <laughs> one back. <laughs> I'm like, I bought something on Amazon today. Like, yeah, we get, yeah. Uh, then they're also like big into podcasting now. They just bought like a company so they can keep track of what everybody listens to. Like, even if you don't listen to Spotify or a podcast on Spotify, they'll know what you listen to because the company they bought is like this data collection company so then they can tune their algorithms better anyways wow. um, yeah they've invested when they bought the of, ringer yeah they, were, yeah, they bought the ringer and that was big and they're just signing people left and right for exclusive things like they got the joe rogan podcast now exclusive yeah they got the obama thing too oh yeah uh yeah yeah michelle obama has a podcast on there yeah yeah wow everyone's got a lot of stuff to say huh that's what I'm thinking. Like, how the hell do you, I'm like, so there's podcasts that are very like, um, a very niche topic driven. And I find those to be the most interesting, but then there are some podcasts that are just personalities and those personalities are just like out of pocket sometimes and really fun yeah. to listen to. But yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a lot of people out there. I mean, yeah. I'm going to take this time to shout out the fact that I've been listening to like, a, it's called a radio, internet radio show, as they call it. And it's on Apple Music. I literally pay $4.99 a month for Apple Music to listen to one radio show. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, so, I know, I know, actually, hey, wait, yeah, I'm stuck in with that. I don't know. I hope they don't hear this, you know, shoot. I hope this doesn't blow up. <laughs> I, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. <laughs> Just in case. Um, we'll, we'll follow them on Instagram. 
cut this cut this but um yeah no since 2015 it's this uh radio show called time crisis and it's just like the lead singer of vampire weekend and his buddies come on Um, but it's just so random that's it's like you know but it's been going on for so long that it kind of almost has this niche corner just because like they do a lot of like deep jokes where it's like you wouldn't even understand that reference unless you've been Mm. watching serially um but i used to be really on it because they did it like once every two weeks but when i stopped commuting like i used to have a 45 minute subway commute every morning i like can't listen to a podcast like quarantine has ruined my Mm -hmm. um, attention span yeah so what do you do oh uh, what do you do when you're just doing like mundane tasks like laundry or, or I don't know like any of the like, chores around the house is it just music just me and my thoughts man I'm just <laughs> no for sure music like okay I actually pretty stoked we're coming up on the end of the year so I want to see my like recap from Spotify mm. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be like one billion minutes of music. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is a song that you can sing uh, word for word? So glad you asked this. Um, International Players Anthem. <laughs> Sick. UGK. <laughs> Underground. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, what about? Oh, and is that with the audio on? Like you're just singing along word for word, or if I turn the song off, would you still be able to keep up with it? I think much like any musician, you know, you have to start with like the <laughs> the clock thing. I need yeah. to, I I need the start, but then I can carry it through on pure will and enthusiasm. <laughs> Damn, that's that's sick. What about you, Mo? You got any songs? Um, dude, I have I lit. No, I have literally no idea. I think I happen to steal one of yours. I just see it right here. I literally think I could do low life also. Yeah, gonna I was going to say, yeah, uh, so yeah, I was going to say low life. I can do that song word for word. Not every word, if you know what I mean, but most words. What's, what's the Gun and Little Baby song that is like the, their most popular one? Uh, sold Out Dates. I think I can do that. You can do Sold Out. Oh, their most famous one is like, uh, what's that like? Drip or Drown, like that song that went super viral. But anyways, uh, Sold Out Dates <laughs> is a good song. <laughs> Besides the point. Um <laughs> No, let me ground us real quick. Take us out of the rap world, you know. I can probably do um, this band called Ario Speedwagon, like super like ballad rock music. They have a song called Keep On Loving You and it is poignant. <laughs> and I can sing every word and I do not need the music to start. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. What, wait, what, what song is this? Let me add this to my list. Your uh, cue. My cue, yeah. Just non rap. It's, it's like ten songs yeah. in Pratt's Spotify playlist. All right, I'm gonna say it. Pratt was Pratt was rolling through some hosier today and I called him I, down on it. No way. <laughs> I was, I was, I was. I also well I'm the one who I made Pratt take his music like share his music activity on Spotify. <laughs> like on Spotify, I truly yeah. view that panel because I'm on desktop all the time on Spotify. Mm. That panel is like my like rotation in my social media grind. Like I want to see what my people are listening to. Oh, you're talking about the right side where it shows what yeah. everyone's listening to. Oh, got you. Yeah. 
Yeah, Avery called me out on it. I was like, damn. Yeah, private, I was like, huh? yeah, I was on private. I just texted him. I was like, closure, <laughs> all caps. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you caught him. You caught him. <laughs> ops really be looking at all times. It is true. I, I am not the ops. I'm just saying I see you and like, that is a headspace to be in. And like, I met you where you were. I put on some hosier after that. I was like, I was inspired. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. You sent me some songs afterwards. You were like, uh, what's the song? Workday or what's it called? I'm blanking. Work song. Work song, work song. The work song is fire. Work song is fire. <laughs> the, the other song I was going to say that's not rap, but I, I could sing now that I think about it is... Um, grandma's hands by bill withers i love that song just uh that's like a pure banger uh um, baritone pratt <laughs> <laughs> i can go down there um yeah. <laughs> you're a big fan of uh megan the stallion and um i personally know tira whack as well um so would you want to do a music video with Megan the Stallion or perform on stage with Tierra Whack, which you've kind of done already? I didn't but... do that. I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say I did one, so I'm gonna go with Megan. If I was in a Megan music video, I mean like where do you go from there? Like that's the top. <laughs> that is also, true. like Megan, you know, if you're listening to this, I am from Houston, um, H Town hotties um <laughs> as they say but also i will say not to be like i saw her first but like i saw her back in my tumblr days like she was up in a houston suburb like and like rapping in video and i was like who is she and damn now i did go now. back uh i listened to her first album um like i think my last semester in college and then I went back and I listened to a lot of her old Houston freestyles and uh there's like this one where they're doing like like this cypher type thing where a bunch of people are walking up mm -hmm. and um yeah she was clearly the best one there it was so wild <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I feel like she's been through a lot you know like her mom too like she's just yeah. i feel like one of those real real genuine talents that we are like so lucky to like live in the same time as you know yeah yeah not to go like full stand but like yeah maybe so maybe i stand <laughs> what um and i think we lost uh muhammad is he on your screen still or no? No, he left. Yeah, he didn't even. He see left the eye. chat. He left the chat. <laughs> he, he Irish exited for sure. <laughs> um. Okay. So, what what music video would you want to be in with Megan The Stallion? Like a song that doesn't have one, and you would like to create one with her. Oh, whoa! Now that's a cue. I feel like. I really loved, um, is it, I know she did one for Captain Hook. Oh, I love Captain Hook. Maybe B-I-T-C-H. Oh. Actually, oh my God, I love her. 
<laughs> I'm like looking at her. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, Megan, you know, put me in any of them. I'll be happy. There's just, I like couldn't even, it would just be an honor. <laughs> Would you want to be like, would you want to have a verse, like a, like a feature um, on on her song? Like, do you think you could, like, if she was like, yo, Avery, come hop on, would you accept it? I would, if she wrote it. Yeah. No, actually, I feel like I would love to be like, let me take a stab at it. And then she ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure, like definitely. I would I would be I'd have to overcome my stage fright for sure. But I feel like because she is such a radiant human being, she would help me anyways. Um but yeah, to actually like fully answer your earlier question, it would definitely be BITCH because mm. I love that song. It has it ha it sounds like Houston rap to me like hard. So like I would definitely that would be my Do that one for sure. That's yeah. a good, that's a good one. Yeah, that song's, uh, I like that one. My favorite one, uh, my favorite Megan Thee Stallion song is definitely, uh, hold up, I'm also like in my queue right now or in, in Spotify, uh, looking, give me one sec. Like her first album is so wild to me. Um, Fever, is that her first T album, I guess? Or Tina Snow, from Tina, Tina Snow. Snow. I like uh, Cocky Ass. That song is a certified slap. Uh, and then off of Fever, uh, I like um, uh, uh, Simon Says with Juicy J. I think those two oh songs. <laughs> I've been to a Juicy J concert. I really want to just like brag real quick. In, in peak bands era, I yeah. saw Juicy J, and that was incredible. Damn. Was it just like Mad Ratchet? I was going to say that, and then I hesitated, but yeah. <laughs> 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 For sure. I was in high school, too, so it was definitely like, I was just, you know, it was, it was insane. Also, I love Selena, and he had this, like, um, Selena Quintanilla, not Gomez, to just let clear that record <laughs> he played he played like a clip from her song and I was like oh, I was like freaking out and this was like peak vine days too so which I unfortunately cannot remember my vine like um name so I can't find like my archive because I know they still have like all those videos saved but I had like seven videos seven six second videos from that experience which i wish i could get back to uh what is wait it's gonna be a dumb question so vinyl is it was six seconds right or you just said that so no, you had 42 seconds. seconds you have 42 seconds of this memory what is he is a great content yeah vine is free was freaking awesome and also being that Whenever I was that young, I was never self-conscious about what I posted on the internet because the internet wasn't a represent, like what I posted wasn't a representation of me. It was just like some stupid mm -hmm. thing I made. That's how the way I viewed it. And yeah, I would like, I mean, that's kind of what TikTok is for younger kids nowadays also. 
Yeah. Um, but also, I guess, all sorts of people, but I'm just freaking out. There's like, more of this, like, it, like, persona building, though, I think now. Like, like we we posted yeah. with Reckless Abandon. And that, that even shows, like, when you look back at, like, the beginning of our Facebooks. Like, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no filter, just absolute vibes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, no. No, it's dangerous. <laughs> Like sometimes I go back on my Facebook, and I'm like, oh god! Like, thank God no one cares to go back here. But it's it's so dumb. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was big into uh, Chuck Norris jokes. Like when, so like my like, status with what was stuff like, what's the difference between like Chuck Norris and Jesus Christ? And like the answer would be like Chuck Norris can walk or swim through land um, or something like that. That was like my, like my, like a good amount of like my early Facebook statuses was just like copying and pasting like random Chuck Norris jokes. But that, I agree with like, Avery. gets on Facebook <laughs> and posts a status. He's like Chuck Norris's vaccine. He's <laughs> the only one I'll take. <laughs> and seven likes. It's like, oh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm going to Google Chuck Norris's political affiliations right now. Oh, that might ruin ruin him. That might ruin him for you, Avery. Yeah, 100% Republican. Already, uh, I'm going to guess. I'm not going to say I know. No, you're right. It was like, it's just like, I literally Googled Chuck Norris politics and like it had like, clearly people have Googled this before and then it's just like Republican Party. Yeah, I, I, I think know. I think money also just does a big thing. Like a lot of people are on um, TikTok and all this stuff because they see like the value in um, becoming big on there, becoming famous, and all that stuff. And that kind of dictates a lot of their sometimes creates uh, dictates creative direction. But like whenever I was like 14, 15, I would never think that oh you can just post things online. Even because e- I was even around when YouTube was hella um, like nascent super early on and I would never have thought to post something and that whatever I posted would become something bigger than just a stupid video to show with my friends. Yeah. The first YouTube video, or go ahead, Avery. No, tell me about the first YouTube video you ever watched. Ever? I'm was... dying to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is like truly, truly the first, but the most, the earliest video I remember, which I feel like is pretty common is, uh, uh, at a brown party, uh, my my friend showed me the Leroy Jenkins uh, YouTube video where the guy would just go like, I forget what game they were playing, but it was just like, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Um, uh, that's when I was like, whoa, what is this? Um, and yeah, so that that would be like my first YouTube video. But I wasn't in a YouTube game until much later, like, curating content but uh that is the earliest youtube video i watched yeah i'm I'm not i'm not um too involved in the youtube scene like i feel like most of like remember bon appetit guys like i was in that and then i i really like maddie matheson's cooking shows and like hot ones and that like, like caps it for like the communities i was like subscribed to on youtube but um I feel like growing up, I used it as more of like a tool. Like I was super into YouTube tutorials, like especially just Mm -hmm. I think like as as a girl, I was like, how do I put on makeup? How do I braid my hair? Like stuff like that. So I I don't, I was, did you guys ever know about E-bombs world? (laughs) Wait, I have heard of this. 
This, yeah, I have heard of it. I've heard of what it. I have no this? idea what it is, but I've heard of it. It was basically like, uh, I don't even know what you would call it now like, or what I could even compare it to. Yeah, so it was a website and it just like kind of had like all the stupidest like videos and content like in one place. Yeah. And it was just like as a kid, I mean, most of them was like pretty semi inappropriate, you know? And so mm. it's like, oh, let's let's get on Ebom's world, you know. Like when you're at a when you're in middle school and you're like going to your friend's house and like four of you are gathered around with one family computer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go to Ebom's world and like watch a bunch of like terrible videos. Ebom's world. I definitely um, that back in the back in the, I, the the way back then. Damn, their headquarters are in uh, Brooklyn, New York. They didn't know that. Go work for them. Um, <laughs> um, so, on to the next topic. So, uh, actually, related topic. Uh, what, 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 what shows are you on? Avery? I feel like you have a good collection of like TV shows and movies that you've seen recently or are currently watching. Yes, I mean, first and foremost, I am a content consumer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I watch anything and everything, um, right? Today, this very day, um, I decided I'm going to start The Crown. So that's- Ooh, I love The Crown. Crown is a banger. Crown you do? Banger. You guys watch it? Yeah. That's so yeah. exciting. Yeah. I, okay. I feel like I'm a better person every time I watch it. Cause I just look, it's true. You learn a bit of history and then you're also yeah. like, this is some banger, yo. It's a little slow, but- yeah. But it just has. I, I fully Googled today. I was like, is it 100% accurate? Because I was like, whatever I see, I'm going to believe. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, the, the only part that's I'm not, not even like, going to question it. The only part that's not is like when like Spider Man jumps in and like King George is right there and he just goes, Shh, and it pulls King George to him. Yeah. Well, no spoilers. <laughs> I was like, what's he saying? <laughs> um, no, but I'm. I'm for sure on my like Great British Bake Off. Oh, hell to, yeah. Like, that stuff i mean it's so crazy because since i've been home i mean i was crushing like seasons in the past that i've already watched but like was like i could you know whatever therapy yeah, yeah. right it's free <laughs> um and my mom was like it's so boring because she's used to like the american food network shows that are like all right now you guys gotta go fight over the ice cream machine like there's just a, there's like too much intense like competition and the i feel like the american competition food shows so you know this one is so like calming and nice and you know she'd complain and complain and then lately she's been like hey so like when's the next episode out like, <laughs> you got, got you that old, the old lady <laughs> in the great british baking show or whatever it's called is so like uh she's so calm but she's also so critical that you just want to make her happy I don't know. I love yeah. my, my parents watch that show all well, the time. Well, there's two. Oh, there's two. The modern, the one now is Prue, um, and then it used to be Mary Berry. I'm actually really deep in the community. It is in the U.S. called the Great British Baking Show, and then in the U.K. it's Great British Bake Off. But it's because Pillsbury has a copyright on the phrase "Bake Off" in oh the God. U.S., Bruh. which is like. Pillsbury? Get over yourselves. Apparently, they were, like, trying to sell, I think, um, like, it was, like, something with flour, and so they had a bake-off competition. Um, 
something like that. And so, but I know it in my heart, it is Great British Bake Off. <laughs> well, damn, Pillsbury kind of jumped, like, they're around, like, you know, to, to get that trademark. I'm just, I just searched up, they've been around since 1869. Like, what the hell? Jeez. That's like before we had, like, states and Actually, another super random product that's like way older than you would ever think is Vaseline. Vaseline? Oh, God. How long has that been around? Huge Vaseline fan. I think it's like 17 something. I could be wrong, but it's just petroleum. So, like. Yeah, it makes sense. It's not petroleum, it's petroleum jelly. You know, they got to make that, they they make (laughs) that appetizing. You know, they're like, yo, get in this jelly, bro. No, okay. So, (laughs) let's get into that. The owner and founder of Vaseline, he lived to like, I think really like over a hundred, I think 110, 112 is like the number coming to mind. But um, he used to eat like a tablespoon of Vaseline every day. What? Because he thought it was like whatever. So for a while people were like, oh shit, like it makes you live forever. <laughs> but and then everyone's like, no, you, that might've just been. You just need to do a blood transfusion with the child. That's like the actual thing that makes you old cryogenic really is that is that like a thing um there's like memes or uh, about like um certain like famous venture capitalists who like yeah like have kids and or not have kids who like hire people who are younger and take and like transfuse their blood in their own body for the purpose of staying young there's also this like skincare treatment that like uh i read on the on the tabloids you know uh, a couple years ago, uh, that what they would do is like, like um, they would like try to like simulate like skin growth or like healthy skin uh, by like bringing in blood from like uh, other parts of your body to your face. Like Kim Kardashian used to do oh, it. I was it was like, say. yeah, it was like a vampire. Do you know what I'm talking about, Avery? Yeah, like vampire facial. Vampire, yeah, yeah. Um, some crazy shit. I wonder, truly, I don't think it worked. I'm just wondering how much she paid for it. Or no, how much <laughs> they paid, how much they paid her to uh, try to and it. advertise that is the real question. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch her? Um... David Letterman Wait, thing? David, yeah, I was going to say that, yeah, yeah. I had another question pop up, but yeah, let's go with that one. I didn't watch it, but I actually very recently, well, because, okay, so Monday night, I went to the Dave, like, Dave Chappelle had a stand-up show in Austin. You went? So, oh, wait. Yeah, I was there. Oh, my God, that's freaking <laughs> Oh, I have a follow-up yeah. after you say this on the Dave Chappelle thread. Yeah. No, yeah, so we were just, um, like, the friends I went with, um, we were just kind of doing, you know, pre-gaming the Dave Chappelle show, which is, like, crushing the show some of the stand-ups and we watched his david letterman yeah and i immediately just like queued up the kanye one Mm. and that was like honestly wild and i kind of i hadn't actually watched that show the day the david letterman show so it got me kind of into it so i feel like i i am going to watch the kim one i haven't yet though the Kanye one, that was, Kanye one was so wild. Yeah. yeah. See, I think I think the thing that I most remember, he, I'm sure he said some crazy things, but it was uh, the the minimalism of his closet and the lights, the gun of God lights that he'd have that would just shine yeah. over these like four shirts mm-hmm. that were on. I don't know. I was like, bro. I just keep uh, thinking about like David Letterman was going through his closet and he was like, oh, is this Balenciaga? And <laughs> 
<laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> He's like, get that out of here. He's like, Yeezy only. <laughs> um, the, wait, on the Dave Chappelle thread. So, well, one, how was the show? Was it like, had you seen any of the content before? Um, or was it just completely fresh to you? It was definitely like new material for sure. Mm -hmm. But um, I would say, you know, my friend likes to say that Dave is like a genius with his callbacks. Yeah. So like he likes to reference jokes that he's made before. So I feel like he did kind of like a lot of that. So I feel like you kind of had to be just aware of his material to like kind of get with it. But um, yeah, I feel like he did a few callbacks most um, directly to the Sticks and Stones special. Because, uh -huh. um, you know, there's that <laughs> hilarious line where he's like, the L's and the G's and the B's and the T's. And he's like, the T's oh, yeah. hate yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He, yeah. So he kind of talked about the T's a lot um, on Monday night. It was good. I will say, like, we had really great, you know, we were at table two. So we were like, oh, shit, we're going to be in the front row. He's going to pick on us. Like, I'm like, I'm here with my white friends. I'm like, they're going to pick on me for being with all these white oh, people. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> but, um. We actually ended up, so it was at Stubbs in Austin, and we ended up being, like, table two, but, like, above in the VIP, what is considered the VIP section, and I, like, couldn't see. I was, like, blocked by a, a big, like, speaker, so, and I kind of, like, self-sacrificed, because I felt like some of the people I was in with the group, like, were just way, way bigger fans, so I was like, it's cool if I don't see him, because with COVID, it's like you weren't really allowed to, like, get up and move around. Yeah. Um, from your seat so I kind of just felt like I was at like a really intense and fun podcast yeah. like I was just listening because I couldn't <laughs> see him <laughs> but it was it was really good and like actually Michelle Wolf opened for him oh, sick. Mm. Was, I think he at one point mentioned that he was gonna get Joe to show up like Joe yeah, Rogan yeah. to come out mm. he was like he's busy or something but it was really cool <laughs> so cool um yeah I, I watched his snl um like when he hosted like a couple of weeks ago oh, it was election night yeah. um and yeah it's always so fun like watching him go up because he's not like a he's not just firing jokes all the time like now he's very uh he, it's more about how he speaks and i think he gives he gives lectures in some ways that people are just so willing to listen to um yeah yeah i don't he know it's great just like um I wouldn't call it like situational just like observational that's what I mean like yeah he, he's just you know he notices something and like is able to really just like distill it to like this one thing and you're just like damn like yeah that's it you know yeah. like you can't help but agree um but I, I would say if like no one's really like watched his stuff before like truly like I love I'm obsessed with comedy also so like the Mark Twain awards is like mm -hmm. basically it's like the yeah, the Oscars of comedy. Yeah. Um, and he has his award ceremony actually on Netflix. And it's kind of like this abridged version of his entire career, which is really cool. So that's kind of like a suggest if anyone wants to watch. Yeah, I saw part of it on YouTube. Um, so I was, I, yeah, I, I love Dave Chappelle. Um, and the fact that he gets to just smoke cigarettes wherever he wants to. <laughs> just rips um just rips cigs <laughs> yeah. and the fact that he started so young like at 14 years old like i cannot imagine 
doing that. But he obviously grew up in a very different situation where he probably had to grow up a lot faster than um, I did. Well, it's kind of crazy. He like grew up in Ohio. <laughs> I'm like, here I go. I know everything about him. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not the biggest fan. No, I just like, I really just watched like so many things so recently, but he grew up in Ohio in like a really small town. I think it's called like Yellow Springs, but um, his like dad was a professor and his mom, I think was also, I think in the academic world. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he had a very like, um, I don't want to say normal because I can't really speak to it. Um, but I feel like, you know, he's just someone who knew pretty early on what they were going to do yeah. with their lives and just like threw themselves into it, which is like, you know, we can only be so blessed to have that kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, ambition and path. Yeah. And that clarity as well. I feel like I've yeah. jumped around like 400 different times with what I want to do. <laughs> right now it's pro gamer, but um, I, got a lot pro of work. Gamer. I got a lot of work to do. Yeah, I got this. I got this key. Ah, show him your chair. Oh my gosh, that, that is, crazy. is a cool. You got the key mechanical board. keyboard. Yeah, it's got a lot of magic to it. I just love it. Pratt's Pratt got this uh, really dope game? chair. The gaming yeah. chair, baby. Yeah, but the only games he but, plays are like uh, Animal Crossing or Mario Kart. Dude, Mario Kart. And what's wrong with that? He ain't a real gamer. I was just. I was just playing Mario Kart and Mario Party this past weekend a lot. Um, I, okay, wait, you have a Switch, Avery? <laughs> I, I think, oh, I don't, but I think my brother does. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's a perfect situation. I'm, I'm a COD player, first and foremost. Hell yeah, let's go. That is so shocking. <laughs> that is a little I've shocking. known that, but I found, when I found that out, I was like, makes sense. Um, but anyways, I have another. <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Um, yeah. what's your favorite, uh, like zombies or like, do you like, like get in like multiplayer and whatnot? Or like just, are you on the war zone right now? That's, oh, that's are you on okay. war zone? Yeah. That's what's hot. I'm for sure on that war zone, but I will say, <laughs> let's go. Zombies is fun, but it feels a little novelty sometimes. Like, it's just kind of like, uh, I want, I want to shoot, but I don't want to like, I don't know. It just, it feels more like a thrill than like it is if you're like you know doing like yeah. war zone and trying to like hunt people down and stuff but um i actually play on my phone a lot cod mobile yeah um, yeah yeah, that's yeah kind of yeah. <laughs> i'm real into that uh battle royale life you know yeah. if anyone else is online you know me <laughs> clan up <laughs> they have war zone on cod mobile um, it's called Battle Royale. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I actually, that is, that is. I'll be honest. I haven't logged on in a few days, so um, oh, bro. big what's fan. Your, what's your gamer tag? So for all the fans out there, they can. Uh, it's just add the you first. It's just A of Faz. First three letters, my first and last. Which I wish all the time I would got more creative with it, but um, no. No, I it's mean, me. Your name. Your name lends itself to a cool first. Uh, three letters, last three letters, things. Mine just sounds like, yeah. this is not like anything, you know? I think the Z and then the E at the end, of, well, the E at the end of your first name and then the Z is just like, works out really That's well. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The Z is pretty slick, I gotta admit. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm pretty stoked on having a Z in my name. Yeah. I won the letter lottery. <laughs> I won the letter. 
Uh, do you think SNL is funny? Like in the in the past year or so, in the past couple years, or do you even watch SNL? I don't watch SNL. Yeah, it's so weird. There's like crowds of people that like obsess over it, and then there's people who are like, "Why the hell would I? I never watch that." I want to say I like I like sketch comedy because you know, like I like the Dave Chappelle show. Like I loved yeah. um, I I loved the Nick Kroll show. Oh, I've <laughs> like, never seen. I didn't know he had his own show. Well, I got canceled, but um, it had a heyday, you know? But yeah. I, So I do appreciate sketch comedy, but I just feel like there's something about SNL that I, like, can't get into. Yeah. Like, I, Isn't there, um, like, I don't watch SNL, and I don't know much about it, but, like, the stuff I do know is, like, aren't there, like, it's almost like, like, Doctor Who, in a sense, it's, like, there's different, like, segments of, like, SNL history that people are a fan of like so like I don't know if yep, like yep like like Conan O'Brien like that that era or whatever I'm just throwing out Will, names, Will, but... Will Smith was like super he was like in it in like the 90s Will Smith? Oh, sorry Will Ferrell, Will, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. I got I was you like, Whoa. <laughs> I, knew, I knew Will Ferrell I knew. and then like um I mean there's just some... Eddie Murphy too Eddie Murphy Adam Sandler yeah I mean I definitely know a lot about SNL because it's I, I like I'm a pretty big comedy fans so I love finding out when people where people got their legs in the comedy world and obviously like getting through to SNL is kind of like god tier yeah like Andy like, Samberg went through it like yeah, huge yeah. and that's but, where um, I definitely I regret like not being tuned in I think I would have loved the like Maya Rudolph Kristen Wiig era um of SNL like, awesome. kind of like like even Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, like that era mm, of SNL. Yeah. Um, I love John Mulaney, though. He's Yeah, great. me too. I love John Mulaney. I've, like, recently fallen <laughs> in love with John Mulaney. He's, like, yeah. I love how, like, I don't know. He's so well put together. And just, I love his, I don't know. He's just got an element to him. That... He, has, he has this, like, schoolboy face. But then I feel like his jokes are always, like, they punch, you know, like yeah, they've yeah. got a little bit of like almost like anger behind them, and I kind of love that. Like, <laughs> you don't expect it. He's he's a cool guy for sure. Yeah, and yeah, it's gonna be ignorant. But was wait, did John Mulaney also go through SNL, or is he just like he was a he was a head writer at some point, or I don't know if he's head, yeah. but um, he was a writer at some point, but never got uh, cast to be on yeah. there. But, um, but he's like, I, I think he's like an SNL darling. Like, I feel like Lauren Michaels, they love um, him. like, loves him. Yeah. Like, because he's come back to host, I think, more than anyone else. Like, he's come back and hosted, like, maybe three or four times, which I feel like is huge. Yeah, so there's been, like, um, well, there's, like, I think there's a, a group of people, like, less than 10 people have done it five times, and he's, like, mm-hmm. definitely above that. I think, I don't know how many times, but, yeah, he comes back all the time, and one thing I love about SNL though is like if the host is actually a comedian or someone good, they'll completely take over the show um, and make it their own, which is kind of like how Dave Chappelle does it. Um, and then John Mulaney does his own stuff too. Cause he's really into musicals as well. And so like the, yeah. for his uh, SNL stuff, he did like a musical uh, at LaGuardia. That was just, oh. I think being in. Oh, I watched that clip for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Rats. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I, I think that's so one thing that's cool about New York also makes me appreciate SNL a bit more. But yeah, people say it's getting a little corny because it's too uh, it's too like 
politically driven now um, and mm -hmm. less like observational. Yeah. They, I recently watched, so I've been watching The Sopranos and I watched uh, <laughs> when, uh, when Tony Soprano came on uh, the show when uh, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey were hosting it. And basically the whole bit was like some scandal with the governor and they wanted to interview a New Jersey resident, quote unquote, on how he felt about it. And the New Jersey resident was Tony Soprano. Um, and it was so good. Um, he like even like broke character at one point because he like said a line and like he like chuckled and or, like waited for the audience to die down. And he like smiled a little bit, which was yeah. like definitely cool. Um, but but yeah, that's like the most, the, only SNL clip I've seen like recently. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I love when people break character. On yeah, this yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's just like infectious. Like <laughs> yeah. you're gonna laugh too, even if it wasn't funny, but it's like, it's true. Like you kind of like, it takes you out of it. You're like, this person is acting so absurd for a reason. Um, they had this one sketch where uh, they're like, it was when Dave Chappelle did it, where they were like, um, a lot of people have lost their job during COVID. But, and there's about three people who lost their job. And the three people were Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, and uh, the, the Allstate guy, <laughs> the, the Chief West Allstate guy. Oh my God, that's good. And that was really awesome. And they broke character in that one too. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, but overall, definitely a little corny. But they've got some gems in there. Um, and the, one, one thing that's cool is there's a UT guy, class of 2017, who's on the show now as a cast member. Um, oh wow! Yeah, which I thought it was the eyes of Texas are upon you, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think have they retired that, or is there a fight to retire that? Mm, yeah, there is. Yeah, it's a movement for sure. Um, I don't know where it's at. Like all I know is like the players don't really like it, and like I'm not sure where like the discussion is at. I mean, it's definitely like a conflict between like at least from the football program like a thing between the boosters and the ad and all of them versus like the athletes and um kind of the student community who definitely wants to move away from it um but i, I don't know like officially what where it's at yeah i'm pretty tapped out of the ut community i like never yeah know same. What's going on. yeah same yeah. i like sometimes flip through the, and i'm gonna get uh, some crap for this if anyone ever listens but uh like sometimes i'll flip through the <laughs> channels on saturday and be like oh there's a ut football game going on like like yeah i love I'm when people so are like oh are you watching the game i'm like what game yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like like sorry but i didn't even watch the games in college like college, i was there yeah. for the fun like i was there for my friends yeah yeah <laughs> exactly exactly and just like yeah saturdays in austin are kind of wild like oh i'd never been to high school football games or middle school are those, are those even things they're definitely a thing but yeah the the atmosphere was the first time i'd experienced like this whole like get together um yeah. stadium Wait, what high school did you go to uh Cy falls Cypress. do you know do you know what that uh, is one of the many size um yeah it's one of like the i live ones. closest to side creek oh so. okay, nice 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 yeah, yeah. um Wait, we i thought this area was like huge football like friday night lights because we we were we would go to football a lot yeah, it yeah is. I went it to is. football games a lot. Oh, all of Texas is like that. Um, but, you know, I was the type of kid in high school who I was just so 
conceited and like saw myself as this intellectual mastermind that I'd be like, oh my. He was in debate. You're forcing. uh, Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like you're forcing me to go to a pep rally. I I gotta work. Like. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's true. I like was I was just like super involved in stuff in high school, and so like, you know, I was always doing stuff there. (laughs) Sounds like you're in the cool crowd, huh? I just like had to get, you know, I was all about getting those like extracurricular activities yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I had to go to college, you know, like I had to get in on not just academics because I hated homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> and you know what guys? I did it. I've done it. Whoa. So never gotta take yeah. a test again. Yeah. Yeah. That said, you guys know Revels in Brooklyn? <laughs> uh, no, what is that? The, the scooters you can like. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Revel, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the in Brooklyn part threw me off. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like, I thought, yeah, I, like failed that test. <laughs> that is a test I failed recently. <laughs> they like blocked me from registering, and I was like, excuse me? I don't know why. Maybe I, I don't, What's I don't the know. Test like? I, need to I thought they left New York. I thought they were like they pulled out of New York. It was like the the they left and they came back. Oh, they pulled they they pulled pulled an Uber in Austin type of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Um, and then I'm still using right off. When they came back, it was like around September, I think, and I was like trying to get in the system, and you know they rejected my application. So sad. (laughs) On on what ground? Like, did they tell you why? Actually, it's so funny. I was like. I drafted an email being like, explain. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm a good citizen. Like, what did I do? Like, f- give me some feedback. So I actually never sent it. I think I got um, some cold feet. But I will get to the bottom of this, and I will update you. <laughs> um, were you a big scooter or like a big bird lime person at Austin? Oh no. I feel like you would have known this, Pratt. I was like aggressively against them. Oh yeah. Only be- not because of like I think any uh other real reasons. Like, you know, people are like, oh, they're like date we're like clogging the streets, it looks like a mess. Mm-hmm. It was really for me, I'm like the only time I'd ever in good conscience and not even in good conscience take this would be like if I am intoxicated <laughs> and like as as my face is my money maker, like I wasn't gonna risk that, like yeah, truly. That's true. And it was like the one night I'll never forget this. There was this one night where everyone was like, "Get on, like the lime or bird." It was bird at the time, and I was like, "We were leaving a party, like a house party." I was like, "No, like it's literally a ten minute walk. I'm gonna walk home." Yeah. And we're like in we're like in West Campus, and um. I think it was like Michael Armour like crashed and like <laughs> oh really, my. like hurt himself and I was like I like not, sorry Michael like not to use you like here but I was like see <laughs> I was like this could have been me like of course like I was so I felt vindicated a little bit yeah um, and to- Michael has a story also with with Bird or Lime where he forgot to un like check out pretty much and so someone just picked up his lime and used it for the whole day and it ended up being like $50. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, um, ate, I ate shit in those one time. I crashed into somebody. I, uh, actually, it was me and Hassan were riding down um, one of the streets in UT, and this guy at the top of an apartment building was, like, yelling at us, like, you freaking losers. You have, you have <laughs> I'm like, who is this oh, no. aggressive-ass dude? So I turned my head, and then and I, I completely lose like track of where I am, and I just crash into Huston in the front. We both fly off, and the guy's like, "You fucking, no! fucking crash, you fucking losers!" <laughs> Probably made his college experience, honestly. Oh my god, that's that's some that's some tough luck. That's buff for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to crash in front of your heckler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wasn't clutch in that moment at all. Yeah. Um, I do like uh, city bikes, though. Yeah. Those are pretty city? cool. I've never gotten on one. I'm kind of scared. What? I got a, I got a bone to pick with them, though, because, like, 30 minutes at a time is, like, pretty buff. But, yeah, like... It's expensive. $3 is, like... Oh, it can add it, up. It can add up, too, because if you get to a docking station and say it's, like, minute 28, yeah. and you've got two minutes... But it's full. You have to cruise around till you find a not full one, yeah, and then next thing yeah. you know, you've got all these fees. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. People say the unlimited one is like what they prefer to use, but yeah, I didn't. I never had that. So sometimes I'd to go to and fro, it would just be six dollars. I'm like, uh. But biking in New York is also kind of scary. I think Brooklyn's a little more chill about it, but in Manhattan, in Manhattan, Manhattan is. I would ride my bike from. Williamsburg where I live to my sister's place in Soho and like well let me just warn everyone right now like the bridge is way more steep than it looks oh yeah <laughs> you, you have to think about it like a bridge you, you know big picture you don't realize that like yes there is an apex to a bridge so one half is going up yeah. <laughs> and the other half is going down so that was kind of like an emotional journey for me the first time I did that um but the second I get over the bridge and I'm like in Manhattan I'm like I, it just feels like a war zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're fighting with cars. Way different. Yeah. It's scary. And the roads feel like just a little bit dustier. So I just am like, surely inhaling debris. Like, oh, surely. yeah, yeah. <laughs> surely. Yeah. The next. Speaking of, we have three New Yorkers on the call. Um, Dang, you're calling me a New Yorker? That's lit. <laughs> Text paths. Uh, text paths. Uh, hey, so, hey, that's nice. <laughs> that, that is a good one. <laughs> Thank you. That was the first time I ever used it. So, uh, podcast exclusive. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's that's the title. That's, that's trademarked. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> text paths. Um, what would you say was your New York moment when you first got here? Like, what was like, damn, I'm really here. Empire State of Mind in your ears, looking up at the Empire State <laughs> Building. I made it. I gotta say, I, what I, I think the charm of New York is that um, those happen to you a lot. Like, there's never just one. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you'll have the moment where you're like, bitch, I live in the greatest city alive. Like, you know what I mean? So, and it's always, though, I will say, on a roof. Like, it's always, like, on a roof. Um, you know, with your homies, the like lighting's perfect and you're just like looking out on the skyline and you're like, I've made it. Like, (laughs) so it's definitely, I think, cause roof, like, you know, in Austin, you're not really like ever on a roof. 
<laughs> and also, yeah. there's, no, there's no iconic buildings. I mean, there are iconic buildings, like I guess the Austin, the Frost Tower, or whatever that is. But mm-hmm. in New York, you had hella of those, you know? You look at Rockefeller, you yeah. look at Empire yeah. State, and it's freaking awesome. Yeah. So I always feel like anytime I'm on a roof with some friends, I'm having that moment for sure. Like you just can't have a bad time on a roof in New York City. Oh yeah. I think that's that's like law. <laughs> what would be like on the flip side of that, like the other like New York moment where I'm I'm not trying to lead the question, but it's like <laughs> like someone like heckled you or something. Like, get me uh, out of here. Like or, or, or proud. You're an example well, for, I'm walking here. for yours, for yours is probably is it rats in your in um like in your general area? In in so yes, I am dealing with a current rat problem in my apartment. Is it rats or mice? Because that's mice. different. There we Same go. Thing. That's what I was gonna say. Mice <laughs> ain't that bad, okay? They're pretty cute and they're tiny. Rats are grody. I mean, mice are gross too. But like, I feel like there's book, you know, there's children's you know books I mean? about mice, but there's not any children's books about rats. Yeah, you know, you give a mouse. What's that twenty one Yeah. I was like, okay. (laughs) um, Yeah, one time I, um, someone tried to steal my bag off my arm. No Uh, way. Yeah, I was actually really close to my apartment when I lived on the Upper East Side. Um, Shout out uh, Trudeau, (laughs) if you're listening. Remember remember that? Um, And I was like walking home. So it was kind of my bad. I was, I was, I was you know, a little buzzed. I maybe had like three beers and I missed, I was reading on the bus. I was on the bus on the subway and I missed my stop, which like it would have been maybe like one avenue away from my apartment. But the next stop actually ended up in um, Harlem. So I was like, okay, let me just get off and take other bus back. And then I was just like, no, it's only like a 20 minute walk. Let me just walk. Um, which was, it was all fine and good. But, um, at one point I was like only like three blocks away from my place. Um, I see these like two guys like walking really fast. It seemed like towards me, like almost like trying to catch up to me. So I like crossed the street cause there was like an open deli and the lights were on. And I was like, as I was crossing the street, the guy like tries to like run and like grab my bag out of my hand. And I'm like fully like yanking it back. I'm like, oh, like you thought, (laughs) like truly. But like, I will tell you in the moment, I had no idea that that would have been my instinct, you know, like I'm not even trying to be like, yeah, I fight back. But like I did, I yelled that at them because they were actually two guys, um, and they were definitely younger than me, I'm sure. Like, they looked pretty young, but they, I kept yanking it back, and um, they're running down the street, and I was like, I literally yelled. I was like, what the fuck, bitch? I fight back, too. Because um, oh. I was just so, like, adrenaline. I know. I was like, what is I thinking? Honestly, like, now I can say that, but in the moment, I literally felt, like, invincible. And yeah. I truly, like, was like, did that just happen? I, like, yeah. there was these women sitting on the on the like a bench a few feet away and I was like did you see that and they were like yeah girl and I was like and you weren't even gonna like yeah yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) um but yeah I like walked back I mean that was probably like the most that sounds so intense but that's so good that you came out um safe and still had your stuff unharmed unharmed. yeah that's crazy because like those scenarios are so scary And, and 
you're right that it is like whenever you think of confrontations like that you always think of someone older maybe or something like that but even mm -hmm. the girl who got this happened last year but there was a girl who was killed um at columbia a columbia student it was by like a 14 year old mm -hmm. as well so it was just like yeah, yeah that's weird no i know my, it was like um you know when i i didn't want to tell my mom yeah oh, you know? oh i was like yeah. she's gonna freak out but I, I told my sister and obviously mom two told mom one so <laughs> <laughs> my mom like you know when i told her the story she laughed she thought it was so funny and then i kid you not like five minutes later she calls me back and is like sobbing she's like you could have died like if someone tries to take your bag give it to them like all this stuff like they could have had a weapon you're so lucky and i was like all of this is true but like i i didn't even know how i would react in that moment yeah fight or flight and you, yeah. you fought I fought, yeah. yeah. Um, fought. But I would have been pissed too because I think in two days later I was supposed to fly to LA and like my passport was the only ID I had and it was in that bag. So I'm like, if they took that <laughs> and they ruined my vacation, yeah, I would have found them. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that is that is pretty wild. That's like sort of circling back. That is what you could write about uh, in your Megan Thee Stallion song. Like, just make a, make a <laughs> oh, bar about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, All right. I'll like, take the rap real? master class. And, uh, <laughs> circle back on that. Circle back on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for me, so I got yelled at like the third day in New York, but it wasn't a major deal. But I will say my new, my favorite New York moment, like, involves Avery because such a relatively recently um i was going to work uh to pick up my stuff uh uh and around that time my text messages my phone is like popping off like i'm in this deep conversation with avery because she's like talking about like buying wallabies which i ended up later finding out she never bought but was like heavily they're like, actually getting delivered on tuesday, on tuesday. Oh. okay so she, okay wallabies <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, like, uh, that sounds so Australian. Clark's Originals, Clark's. baby, let's go. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. For some reason, I was thinking there's some animal or something like that. I was like, <laughs> what the hell is a wallaby? <laughs> oh, crikey, mate, it's a wallaby. <laughs> it's a wallaby. <laughs> and um, yeah, and like, like, like my phone is literally like, like the conversation is like truly popping off, and <laughs> I'm on my phone. Yeah, it, yeah, it's lit. Yeah, and it's nice I'm walking lit. back. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm walking back to, uh, like I, I picked up my stuff and I'm walking back to the Union Square train station. Like my like head is fully down in this conversation. She's like talking about like cow print, uh, <laughs> wallabies or like people from jacking her swag and all this stuff. And I was like, damn, like we're really here right now. And uh. <laughs> And, I, and then I look and I look up momentarily just to see what what I'm like street I'm crossing just to make sure like I'm not about to get run over and I see a bunch of um uh like construction workers like pointing and laughing and I'm like what are they laughing at right now and I would like follow their finger and it's literally a man like like a homeless dude who is fully just like fully naked 
peeing like right onto the street, like uh, like full commando, you know, and yeah, uh, New York style, baby. New York style, like, <laughs> not even like in like an alley or somewhere. It's like literally, it's like Fourth Avenue, and he's just like uh, right onto the main street, um, like right outside like a hotel. And I was like, you know, if I if I didn't look up, I probably would have walked straight into a st- stream. But oh uh, my god. That's why you gotta get those. You gotta turn off that noise canceling. Imagine, right? That callback right there. That's a callback. Callback. Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Yeah, that 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 would be mine. Um, Yeah, I was like, damn, like, like, I sense that. Uh, I will say, I used to have to transfer um, on my commute every day by like nine a.m. at. Times Square station Mm -hmm. and I used to call that microdosing chaos because like no person should have to see some of the things I saw Mm -hmm. before (laughs) 9am like (laughs) Times Square station is actually a hellscape Times Square um, station which one is that that's on uh, 42nd street oh 42nd okay cool yeah yeah I I I live at uh, the I go on the 51st uh, 6th train every morning for work so I, I, I'd yeah. go right by it. 6th can be hard sometimes, too, I feel like. Because on rush hour, that one can be, like, Brutal, crowded. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one time, the train uh, stopped, like, going and was just crawling. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Where, like, Ooh, yeah. for 30 minutes, I was stuck sweating as if I ran, like, four marathons inside of this packed car that now seems, like, really implausible with COVID and all. But... I, I just can't believe how much I can sweat in a train packed with people. It's wild. Yeah. I, yeah, that's all a part of uh, getting your New York roots down is just like that subway. But I, I love the subway. I like, love subway. Yeah. As, a, yeah. as a non, as a person who doesn't have a driver's license and never got to leave like his home, until he went to yeah. Austin, I love. It opens the up the whole city to you. It's incredible. It does. Yeah, it, it's it's. I mean, it's an expectation now because even like when I was thinking of going to the Adirondacks, I was like, there has to be some public transportation to get me there. There's no way I'm in New York City and I need a car to get somewhere. Yeah, you could probably take the train there, but then you might need a car once you're there. Yeah, yeah. There's. Like I've, some... I've rented a car in New York before. Wow. Um, how how brave of you, Avery. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I think my sister and I, when we drove to the Catskills like two years ago, um, you know, we were just like, let's, I, I'm a big fan of Turo, which is like, yeah, just yeah, yeah. what it is. It's, yeah, yeah, you just rent a car, kind of like Airbnb, like the closest car to you and like, like make, model, whatever you want. Um, Get a Lambo. And we just like rented one from Hoboken and cruised up to the Catskills and it was so nice to have. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, funny story. So I went from, I was, I was in San Francisco for a summer and we were driving up to Tahoe and we got in some Turo's. So when we first go to check out the Turo, we go there and it turns out there's a homeless guy sleeping in the car. <laughs> oh no. Was it just unlocked? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, he was just chilling <laughs> <laughs> and they still didn't give a hundred percent discount. They, it's not horrible. And they're like, "All right, we'll give you eight. We'll give you eighty percent." Oh my gosh! Is it yeah. is it bad to be like that? That seems like 
very San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's exactly San Francisco. Are you kidding me with the homeless population there? The people are out yeah. here sleeping in, in tech-enabled tech uh, rental cars? I didn't want to offend, but I was like, yo, only in San Fran. <laughs> There's a reason I moved to New York, you know, instead of San Fran. Yeah, just like different homeless people. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of calling back, I guess we're circling back in this section of the pod, but uh, what is your favorite New York lunch spot? Um, I have some options listed on my computer screen here, but I'm going to leave it op- open-ended. Um, does it need to be like um, a specific brand or like a type of food? Uh, a brand, like, yeah, a brand. Dang. I was going to say, like, well, amongst the lunch spots, it has to be, like, a chain, you know? Um, so, like, yeah. I was going to say, like, kava. Uh, love, love kava. I've favorite. never had kava. I get Ooh. told all the time I'd love it, though. Oh, they got Yeah, kava is fire. Kava is, like, chipotle, but, like, with, I don't know. I've only had chipotle three times in my life. Have you had dos torres? So you're not, like, about these, like go and say i want this 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 and they'll just make you a tiny bowl like basically oh i am but it's poke so that's why i was like if it's a food i'm like i'm gonna eat poke like every day (laughs) if i could which probably isn't healthy but i would do it isn't it raw i just love yeah it's just like sushi salad essentially but i just love like fresh fish and like it feels pretty light yeah i usually like skip the rice so it feels just like a salad but um, i have a poke place like literally a hundred feet from my apartment now and it is it was a problem when I got like a little lazy for like three week run um but um I'm trying to be better (laughs) (laughs) hey hey this quarantine's been tough on all of us you know you gotta gotta do what you gotta do yeah shout out to my roommate though you know savannah we like we were we're really good about cooking at home um Mm. i would say and our other roommate josh at the time he's moved out since but um when we would we would all three like do like full meals like major dressed up protein like some kind of like grain side and some kind of veggie like every night like good stuff so that was that was beautiful quarantine nights. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't even imagine that. Now I'm just eating my family's cooking, whatever whatever comes through in the house. Yeah. I haven't cooked in Amen so long. You know what's, yeah. what's crazy about that is like home is like, when do my parents, it's like the, there's new milk in the fridge before the other cart, <laughs> carton, like it's fully empty. It's like pure magic. There's always food. Like for me, it's like- well, I've- feel like that's a testament to just also refrigerator space too that's true like my mom loves to go to costco and like i go to costco and i'm like a kid in a candy store i'm like are you kidding me i can get like cheese in a bag this big but like where yeah 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 Yeah. where can it go (laughs) i can get a box of 50 eggs in there what is going on (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just like it definitely comes down to storage but also like you know your parents are like 30 years your senior and yeah. like are yeah. definitely more like real people where it's like we're gonna let that milk go bad before we even think about buying a new one <laughs> <laughs> if you were to open a restaurant avery um one 
where would it be? Would it be in New York um, or Austin or some other city of your choosing? Uh, and what would be the menu? The whole menu? Or like what type of food, I guess? Cuisine, yeah. yeah. Cuisine, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would definitely try and go like, I probably wouldn't do New York. I feel like um, New York would chew me up and spit me out <laughs> if I tried to open a restaurant there. Like, <laughs> let's be real. Um, Austin, I would want to say similar, but I feel like I could, I could bring a little Jenny Saquon to it, you know, like I really, <laughs> I really think it would probably be Asian food too, some kind. Um, mm. but I also, I'm, I, me personally, I love baking. So I would, oh, I've always dreamed of like opening up like a bakery, like a hybrid bakery, like flower shop, like when I was a little girl. Oh, was, like, that's awesome. Oh, that'd be fire. I, I love be those like hybrid, like flower shop thing. Anything yeah. with a flower shop that's something else is so lit. I used to want to call it flower shop, like F-L-O-U-R. And oh, I was like, oh. so like sold oh. on that, right? And I was like, my dad and I would talk about it. I was like 13. I was like, this is what I want to do. Um, but so I really, I guess like, yeah, I would, I would actually, you know, call back uh, to that dream <laughs> and probably end up doing that. Um, but also like when nighttime would hybrid into a cool little bar because I would love to serve mm. like really dope cocktails too. And then like Pratt's uh, band could come out there. And you know, without, uh, without pay, just play some music for the folks. Yeah, Pratt Pratt comes to like this really cute like hybrid <laughs> spot, and he's just trying to do like future cover songs. <laughs> <laughs> Using a euphonium too. It's like how how's he doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's actually a good transition because I was going to ask what would be the music that would play during the daytime, and what would it change to in the nighttime. Ooh, it would probably be like, um, dang, I'd probably do like disco light in the morning. So it'd be kind of like the chiller, like 70s, actually like old mm. school. And then at night, I would probably hit it with the more like modern disco, like, you know, I I'd take it to the instance vibes. <laughs> That's lit. Gotta get those uh, oons, oons in. I think I've ever been to a restaurant where that happens, you know? Yeah, but, well, welcome to mine, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been having these, like, crazy dreams, and I really feel like it's a calling that <laughs> I should retire, <laughs> that I should retire at, like, 40 once I've amassed a, um insane amount of wealth. The bag is the um, same. After those two things. <laughs> once the bag is secured, once the bag is tied up, you know, um, open a little coffee shop uh, in in Brooklyn, probably not Williamsburg because the competition is pretty pretty stiff. Uh, but You're like, I'm gonna take uh, it to Crown Heights. They need me. <laughs> and um, it would be like, it would only play, and this is like, you know, not a surprise. It would only play like club music all hours of the day, there would be like an NSFW sign at the door and it would like warn parents like, yo, uh, you're coming here at your own risk if you're coming with a kid. Um, your kid shouldn't be drinking coffee anyways. <laughs> True. And, and, uh, and the merch would be an absolute slap. Uh, I wouldn't design it, but I would uh, 
give the green light or say no this sucks and uh it would turn into a little a little spot in the night to hang out um so yeah i, I really feel like i should pursue that once so, I'm so pratt so what i'm to understand here is that pratt <laughs> is opening up a coffee shop but really it's just to get a merch line oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, who, it who seemed as though your your main focus was getting your merch out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, whatever it takes, you know? <laughs> I will say, though, in the grand scheme of things, I'd probably try and do, like, because, you know, most establishments have basements. Well, I guess in the city, um, in New York, but, like, I would totally try and, like, actually have, like, an underground disco at the end of the day, like, mm -hmm. dance floor vibes, like, speakeasy style some door hidden door you wouldn't know about <laughs> you could test that idea at my uh basement uh oh, so yeah. while, after you learn the drums your your payment for the lessons is like renovating our basement <laughs> i will fully take on that project because when i walked into that basement i was like there is so much potential here yeah. <laughs> I like literally hand me the keys. I will, I'll fully like Marie Kondo and <laughs> just Marie Kondo and then like just drop my vibes, like what I want. <laughs> we, we, just you don't have cool. to ask. We, you, you, you got it. Uh, yeah, there is, we have lots of work to do down there. It's just been one of the things that we keep pushing off. Um, anyways. It's a lot of work, though. It is a lot of work and there's lots of stuff that's just accumulated there from like previous tenants and stuff. So it uh, takes a little bit uh, to get going. Um, but yeah, we will, I will, you, you have the keys, like do whatever. You have free reign, free creative uh, license. Don't threaten um, me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so coming up to the last section of the pod, um, it is open for feedback. So Avery, um, I mean, you know, because this is you, but for the fans out there, you're an advertising hey. exec on your Mad Men shit. Uh, yeah. you've, you're the only one that can say you've interacted with Travis Scott on Twitter. Um, I have. <gasps> yeah. That is so true. I real, forgot. Real fans. Real fans. In the, that was lit. Uh, I didn't and, even know that. And yeah. so being the first guest and with your obviously very decorated background uh what advice do you have for us uh how should we bark at ourselves and what should we not do pretty much open-ended but looking for any and all advice do you market yourselves personally or this podcast specifically um, let's i really feel like those two things are tied but we'll go with this podcast Okay. Well, you know, I do like your um, your distribution channel idea of just starting it with Instagram because I just feel like, you know, we all have our own little audiences and I yeah. feel like that is a really good way to connect. Like, obviously, like, that's how you bump someone without sending them, like, an annoying, like, text. It's like, so what, like, so-and-so followed me. Yeah like who's this you know I feel like you know we don't have any friends that are like I don't check who follows me because my numbers are too big like I'm doing numbers every day baby like no one I think that we know 
has that. So I feel like, you know, it'd be fun. And obviously it's, it's pretty like, you know, we're all friends. We all know each other. So if it's almost like you might not be interested if you don't know them at first in the beginnings. So it's kind of just getting the loyal fans in. Mm. And then I feel like um, the nature of the beast, it'll take on a life of its own. And then you kind of can go from there. Also, like, you'll totally figure out a structure to it, too. Yeah. I, feel like I think that's what we're missing right now. Yeah. Well, no, I love an unstructured like listening experience um kind of like joe rogan experience mm-hmm. you know <laughs> where the, it's just like you you just kind of like shoot the shit and you fall into whatever hole you do i think that's kind of the most interesting i'm sh- surely that's what i love to listen to um and as long as like the you know as long as you have good rapport with the person you can't you can't can't ever fail yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for the advice. Um, yeah, we're, we'll start figuring this all out, but it was, I had a blast. It was just cool talking. I didn't even, honestly, have this, I was not conscious of recording at all. I was just mainly just shooting the shit. 